understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. Welcome back to another episode of The Stranded Podcast. You're listening to episode two. Please make sure that you have subscribed to The Stranded Podcast so that you do not miss another episode or an inspiring story. Today's guest, I am so excited. She is a FAMU grad. She is the founder of Women in Radio, an organization that was created to support the advancement of women interested in the radio industry. And she currently works for iHeartRadio in Miami. Join us today while we discuss why you shouldn't quit your day job, why sometimes you have to take a step back and look at the resources that you have instead of being so laser focused on what you want, and why as an entrepreneur, mindset is truly everything. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Megan has truly inspired me throughout the years, her journey, and I can't wait for you guys to hear this. I know it'll be as inspiring to you as it was to me, and her passion for radio and music shines all through this episode. So ladies and gentlemen, Miss Megan Taylor. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. She is the founder and blogger of womeninradio.org, and uh, you can follow her on Instagram at MegTalk. And she is inspired me. I'm certain that she will inspire others. And just watching her journey for the last couple of years has been amazing. I can't wait to see what she's going to do in 2018. But I have to start with a really silly question. <laughs> I started watching some of your videos and you have the cutest accent. Where are you actually from? It's hard to say, really. I don't even know where I got it from because none of my family members sound like me. But um, I moved around a lot. Yeah, it's really weird. I moved around a lot. And like I lived in Alton, Illinois, which is where I was born in Chicago and Nashville. And I did high school in Bureau Beach. So I guess it's like all of that put together. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, yeah. Moving all over the place. You know, multiple yeah. cities. Little Megan Taylor, like give us a, a view of growing up. What did that look like? So growing up was hard because like I said, we moved around a lot. Once I would feel like I made friends, I would never like hear from them again, really, because this wasn't the age of social media. This is like, you really got to sit on the phone and talk to somebody. So, but when social media came around, I mean, it's helped a lot. I found my old friends, but little Megan Taylor, I was always shy super shy that I would cry and I would only like let my mom hold me or my grandma and I had no talents whatsoever. I sucked at every sport. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I just remember, I mean, I did like ballet and stuff, but I don't even know if I was good at that. So, but yeah, I was just super shy. So you have no idea how crazy that is to hear when I watch your videos and you're so confident. Yeah, but I'm by myself. (laughs) So are you one of those like extrovert, introverts? Yeah, like if I'm like by myself, I'm good, which is why radio really works out for me because nobody is ever there. (laughs) Oh, so you're like this extrovert voice, but if people were watching you, you, you'd kind of like shell up a little bit. Yeah, I turn on like, I guess there's like two sides of me. There's like kind of like a Hannah Montana type of thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm glad this is a podcast and we get the, the extrovert Megan Taylor. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was just super shy when I was younger. 
that's all I can really remember. Wow. It's super shaggy. Were your parents in the military or they were just... No. My dad was in the food industry. So, like, every time you get a promotion, you kind of just have to, like, move and stuff. So Okay. Yeah. So, moving all over the place, ended up in Vero Beach. I got to fast forward to college, which is where I, I personally met you. You were one of the you. I guess this was eight or nine years ago, probably 2008. And the last time we saw each like, other... Yeah, 2010 Was it? Yeah. I think, yeah, no, I, I was left in Tallahassee. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you weren't there yet. Okay. So, yeah, probably about eight years ago. It is about to be 2018. Geez. Eight years ago, you and I are sitting at a table uh, competing for a brand ambassador job for, I think it was Nouveau. Sounds like a fancy term, but in all reality, we were just going to be scavenging the club, handing out drink coupons for cash <laughs> right. in hand that, the same night. What Were you pursuing radio then, or what's changed since then to now? At that point in my life, I don't even know. I don't think I was, actually. I don't think I started radio until 2011. But that that point in my life is kind of like blurry because I was just everywhere. And I was just like, you know, like trying to find myself and things like that. Like, I would never hand out drinks again at a club or even <laughs> audition to do that. Like, that's not me. I don't know. I guess I was just like trying new things. But yeah. College, um, college is supposed to be a blur. <laughs> Yeah, it is. Definitely. Yeah, right. I don't think I had started radio then. Actually, I don't think I did at all. Yeah, so so much has changed since then. I started doing radio and then I had a couple radio jobs and then I started my company and now I'm back in Miami working in radio and just trying to help my company grow and things like that. So yeah, it's been a lot. From not knowing in 2010 to the transition to starting in 2011, what inspired you about radio? I've always been into music. I've always loved Southern rap and trap beats and like that and things like that. So when I saw that that's what we could play on the radio, I was like, this is perfect because this is my playlist <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so why not just mix talking over it and then like finding my radio voice and things like that were just like extra things that I had to learn how to do. But yeah, radio was just because I like music and I was shy, so I didn't have to be around anyone. I did some research and saw that, you know, your career didn't immediately lead you to, you know, this awesome opportunity in Miami. You actually worked in uh, four or five different markets before that. What did that journey look like? Because I've always wanted to work in Miami since before I graduated college. So, I mean, like a few months before I graduated, I started applying places and I wasn't hearing back. I graduated December 2014 and I was just kind of, not even kind of, I was depressed because we grow up hearing like all these dreams about how great life is going to be after college. And then it's just like, it sucks. (laughs) Well, it sucks for me because I didn't, have anything like I was working at a I was working at Hobbit which is like a wing restaurant in Tallahassee and I was making money but I wasn't doing something I was passionate about and people were asking me like what's going on like you were so hot on the radio here what happened and I'm like I'm trying to figure out what happened too so I eventually decided to just move back home to Vero with my mom and I had before I went back I had uh 
email. No, I actually called this radio station nearby that is like the oldies radio station. Like, oh, uh, I just, I guess I just want to still be on radio, so I'll settle for anything. I applied for an internship there, even though I had already graduated. And um, I went to the interview, and she actually hired me as her assistant. And she's like the only black woman in the state of Florida to own her own radio station. This is in Port St. Lucie, Florida. So she hired wow. me on as her assistant. Yeah. And I just learned so much. But I was just so hungry to get back into hip hop radio because that was like more cool. I don't, looking back at it now, I don't think I took full advantage of that opportunity. So eight months later, I moved to, well, I didn't move. Eight months later, I started working in West Palm Beach at a hip hop station. I stayed there for a year. Then I moved to Alabama. I stayed there for six months. I just, didn't That's like the it. one I wanted to hear about. I was like, I'm <laughs> yeah. in Alabama, and I'm like, what is she doing in Alabama? How did she go from yeah. Florida to Alabama? <laughs> Right. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, the opportunity in Alabama was greater than the opportunity um, in West Palm Beach. Like at West Palm Beach, I was running the board for the Breakfast Club show, which starts at 5 a.m. So I have to wake up at 3.30 a.m. because I lived an hour away. And I did that for a whole year. It was completely horrible. Like there's some nights, well, some mornings I would just be driving and like praying that I don't close my eyes. But um, in Alabama, they actually offered me my first full-time opportunity in radio, which is super, super hard to find. And um, I became the midday person and the assistant program director, but I just didn't like it. It's like, I can sometimes fill out people's energy. Well, not sometimes, I can always do. And like, I just didn't get the good vibes or energy when I was in Tuscaloosa. So I left. I couldn't take it anymore. So um, I moved back to Miami with my fiance, who was already down here. And from April to October, I was just working on my business and also teaching at the Connecticut School of Broadcasting Miami campus. Wow. And then in October, I just got the job at um, iHeart down here. So it all works out, I guess. Congratulations. <laughs> you love Thank it? Thank you. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I'm a producer for a conservative news station, news talk radio station. So it's very different than what I'm used to, but I'm still on radio. So it's cool. So Port St. Lucie, well, Tallahassee to Port St. Lucie to West Palm Beach to Montgomery, Mm -hmm. Alabama, was it? It was uh, Tuscaloosa. Oh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Mm -hmm. back to Miami. During this period, did you ever feel like you maybe made the wrong decision or you were stuck or kind of? you know, stranded or where do I go from here? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm really super hard on myself. So I feel like that every single day, actually. (laughs) But yeah, from making the decision to leave the owner in Port St. Lucie, it was hard. And it was kind of sad because I really liked her a lot. It was just sad that I left. But I felt at that time that I just needed to leave so I can do hip hop radio. But looking back at it now, I'm like, I could have stayed there a little bit more now that I know I want to open my own radio station because I could have learned a lot more from her. So there's always like, there's always me thinking that I should have, could have, would have about everything. But it's all working out for you to figure out what you wanted though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So from that, you take this long journey, you end up back in Miami. You started July 2016, you started Women in Radio, which Mm -hmm. is an organization to support and encourage women in radio that kind of feel 
left out like you did. What inspired you to start this? Like I was saying, um, that period between graduation and finally getting a job was just very depressing for me. So my whole mission kind of is just to not have anybody ever feel that way again. And I felt that there was a void. Like there is other organizations for women in radio, but there's none like mine, I would say, because we connect a lot of millennials with people who have been in the industry for years, which helps a lot. Because so a lot of times when you're in radio, you don't really have friends that are in radio, which is really weird, but it's just so competitive. So we kind of just like make it a friendly thing on social media and things like that. I love it. I love that. Anytime I talk to anyone in radio, they talk about how competitive it is. And yeah, that, especially for women, that it's almost unheard mm-hmm. of. It's such a male-dominated or, you know, industry. Right. Yeah. You mentioned something about being your biggest critic. Mm-hmm. That sounds like you almost have to be really selfish when making these decisions. Yeah. Anytime you're up under somebody, it's almost like if you want to continue to get where you need to be, you truly have to think about yourself. With mm-hmm. each position, it was almost like you had to you had to make a decision to better yourself instead of, you know, what we're always taught, which is to be loyal to someone that gives you an opportunity. But I learn more and more, maybe this is just a millennial thing, that I can learn so much and then I need to move on. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's so cool. I bet it was because it, it was a, a somewhat, you know, selfish decision to move to Alabama because it was such a better opportunity. But then to move back to Miami, just just to maintain your sanity and your happiness. You know, right. It's a little bit different of a story because I'm sure you know that another opportunity like that will present itself. That's not the end all be all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now you're a, a year, maybe a year and six months with your women in radio organization, you've held multiple conferences, right? Are you on your second this year? Yeah, March 2018, we'll be having our second dinner. And well, this year, 2017, we did our first dinner. And then I went back to FAMU and did like a pop-up shop slash panel discussion um, for homecoming, which was really cool. So I watched it. We have to talk about this. I <laughs> loved this about you. You sat on that panel and this is how you introduced yourself, which is so funny for someone saying they're not confident and they're shy. I mean, not that you're mm-hmm. not confident, but that you're super shy in person. You said, and I quote, hi, I'm Megan Taylor and I will own my own radio station in five years. Well, yeah, that's well. what they didn't show is that before that, I'm really, really, really like OCD about goal setting. So I'm always writing out my goals. So what I asked before that part, I told everybody to go around the room and say their name, who they are, like what they're doing right now or what year they are in school and where they see themselves in five years. So really, they just caught my part. So it probably looks super arrogant, but everybody <laughs> said like something big and grand. So. <laughs> but it's not arrogant. You got to own it, right? That's the part I love yeah. is I was like, yes, girl, tell me what you're going to do. <laughs> in yeah. a male-dominated industry and, you know, some of it also mentioned that it's ran by so, so you know, such older people. I have a friend in radio mm-hmm. here and he says the same thing all the time that it's so it's ran by such older people that trying to get the new flavor in is so difficult because there's so many old, you know, quote unquote old heads um, right. saying you as a female coming out saying that you'll own your own station in five years. That's so powerful. Thank you. Do you have any naysayers? Do you have anybody that's telling you you're crazy? I don't hang around people like that. I mean, I'm sure there's people like (laughs) people on the Internet that probably rolled their eyes with that. But I mean, I don't really worry about those type of people because they're probably I mean, I know they're not my friends. So naysayers, I'm not for sure. Who cares? Honestly, that's really not going to stop. 
me and it never has so <laughs> we're still nope. here so we're good nope for 2018 don't don't worry <laughs> about what anyone says that isn't your friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly why even waste the headspace right i love it well i know where i need to be looking in 2022 checking out your radio station <laughs> exactly so I call this Insta proper because mm-hmm. social media is like our new resume, right? So uh, on paper, you know, they used to say on paper, you look like this. Well, mm-hmm. Insta proper, you look at your social media, everything looks fantastic. You're engaged. You mm-hmm. have a successful career right now. You have started your own organization. And from what I understand, even like a giving component, like a giving arm, things look great. Is that, are you happy? Is this, are you content? Is this end all be all or, or what's more to come from Megan Taylor and Women um, in Radio? No, I mean, I think content is a little bit below happy. So I'm still trying to get to that happy. I was listening to Oprah's podcast the other day and she had this guy on there talking about, well, basically he's a doctor of happiness. Like he studies people's happiness Whoa. and things like that. You have to check it out. I forgot his name, but it's <laughs> the one for December 17th. But um, um, Oprah's podcast. Oh, yes. I just subscribed. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. So I listened to that the other day. I took it in, but I don't think I've digested it all the way. So I'm still going to say, like, I'm not happiness that I feel I could get to. This definitely right now is not the end all be all. I still have a lot to go. And it's just me always being so hard on myself. I'm sure there's people who would love to be in my shoes, but... I mean, sometimes you just outgrow your shoes. So, and all we all. That makes so much sense because I always tell people it took me a really long time to realize that um, you need one, you need a mentor in life, but two, you can outgrow your mentors because you can. That's what somebody was telling me the other day too. I've never had a mentor, but yeah, that somebody was saying the exact same thing. So you're just extremely self-motivated. My bad. <laughs> oh no no no! I just I mean way better than me. <laughs> No, no, no. It just comes from not having crap after graduation. Like, and literally, I was depressed. I'd never want to feel that way again. I was so negative. And the only way I know that I can move forward is just by being positive. And it's not like fake positivism that we like see on social media. It's real because I can't, I know how I get in my head and in my thoughts. And if I feel, if I think negative things, I'll just go back to that same negative hole I was in before. Honestly, I have no other choice but to be positive and keep it moving. Yeah, I see you reading a lot. It's such a mindset thing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It really is. You can really change your life by changing the way you think about anything. Yeah, people don't realize subconsciously we majority, they say the majority of our day are are like negative thoughts. Yeah, and I really had to tap out of that because I can get very negative very quickly. I can't do that. It's not good. That's so neat to hear though because I look at, of course, I look at your Instagram, social media, and I think this girl is on a whole nother level. You're so positive. You're pushing other women. You're super inspiring. But to hear that that's not, you know, you look at Instagram and you think someone wakes up like that just every day, all day. Right. No. It's so neat to hear that you have to work at it like the same way you take a shower and brush your teeth. Literally, it's another chore. So (laughs) how can I make myself happy today? (laughs) Right. Okay, so who inspires you? Mm -hmm. Who's your biggest inspiration? Definitely Kathy Hughes. She owns 
well, now Urban One, which is Radio One and TV One, which is all urban programming. They don't have any stations in Florida, which sucks. But um, she started her company by opening up her first radio station when she was like 23 and had a son. And she lived there in the radio station because she was just so broke. And But now she's like this huge media mogul. It's just very inspiring because she really built this whole platform for like minorities just from one station that's who inspires me right now wow that's awesome yeah she's awesome (laughs) okay two last questions one's a little Mm -hmm. personal i apologize in advance (laughs) you are engaged to a hilarious comedian benji brown are you guys ever gonna collaborate do you collaborate now do you ever think and work together or plan for the next couple years outside of after marriage collaborating i mean i guess that's us at the house but i don't think i would ever put that out to the world i mean we just kind of like feed off of each other really i think he probably thinks i'm funnier but (laughs) i mean i'm looking (laughs) but i am pretty funny i'm probably not funnier than him though yeah i don't think i would ever put that out there it's just no (laughs) that's that's personal yeah i love it though you look so happy i love everything about it so congratulations again thank you Okay, so even women in radio or outside of women in radio, anyone, men, women, pursuing dreams, you know, have have fears, not real sure, don't have the money. What would you tell people in general about pursuing their dreams? Don't quit your day job, really. I mean, people are always just saying go for it, but it's hard to go for it when you're broke. And that's always been a thing for me, like, which has kind of helped me back a little bit. But um, yeah, don't quit your day job just yet. I mean, you need funds and not everything is going to end up like a Hollywood movie, although we would love it to. But even if you quit your day job, get a part time job and just work and make sure your dream you're working on after that job and just staying positive and networking, real life networking, not like these phony conferences people have, like find some people who are actually doing the job you want. Or having the company you want and talk to them. Yeah, make besties with the person that has the job you want. Yeah, exactly. I, you have no idea how much I love what you said because you didn't say, not that I am degrading anyone that says positive things were positive thinking in 2018. But the two things you said were the most realistic things ever. Don't quit your day job and keep working on your mindset. I have a friend this year whom I will not mention. She will kill me. Uh, Back in October, quit her job to... Mm -hmm pursue her dream of, um, you know, starting a blog. She had some things in the music industry she wanted to do. And this past December, she went three or four months without a job and everything came to a screeching halt and she had to go back and get another job because she was to a point where her dreams were happening fast enough and she couldn't survive. I was just having this conversation with um, my boyfriend who's an entrepreneur, you know, that there's no better way to start something, pursue your dreams, start a side hustle than while you have a full-time job. Because you can fall back on it. You have benefits. You have money. (laughs) Money really makes the world go round and I hate people that act like money isn't everything. (laughs) But unless you have someone funding your dreams. Yeah, if you have that, even if you do, you don't want to depend on that. I mean, because I have that, but I don't want to ever just depend on that. Emotions are fleeting. So you just never know. So you always just want to have your own stuff. 
I'd rather so, have a bunch of long nights than not eating and not knowing yeah. how I'm going to pay rent. Yeah, and a lot of people don't know about time management. That's, if you don't know about time management, then just forget anything you're trying to do because you're never going to get it done because you don't know how to schedule and manage your time and putting like things in order of importance. Yeah, same thing. I had a friend that was uh, working on something and I think I hit her up one day and said, well, you know, um, did you start working on the photos yet? And, you know, she said after dinner. And I was just thinking, you know, after dinner, she went with a friend or something. I'm thinking, and that's not a, you know, that's clearly not a priority for you. Right. You really, it's like you have to be, you know, your full-time job or your part-time job, then your your side hustle. And then everything revolves Mm -hmm. around that or else it won't get done. It's like the same as working out. If you don't fit it in your day, you know, every morning or every evening as a part of your day, it just, it won't make a substantial change. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Well, Megan, I can't thank you enough for today (laughs) and being vulnerable and transparent with us. And I have to shout you out again. You guys have to check out her website, womeninradio.org. I'm so impressed. They even have uh, a few uh, clothing items to support the movement. Uh, Her conference is in March 2018 this year. Any woman, anyone looking to pursue radio, entertainment, the industry, I love everything about what she stands for. You can follow her on Instagram at MegTalks. And this is my girl, and I can't thank her enough for today. So thank you for inspiring all of us, ma'am. Thank you for having me. I'm excited about your podcast, actually. (laughs) I'll be happy to listen. Good. Thank you. Please listen. And uh, the only thing I know I'm good at is talking. And (laughs) so I figured I'd I'd make the best of it this year. (laughs) That's awesome. Super proud of you and your little family. Oh, my gosh. My little man. Talk about that's all I could think about when you said time management was like, yeah, trust me, I'm trying to work a full time job, do a podcast and manage this this little human that is 100 percent relying on me. You have no idea. (laughs) Right. It's going to be a party, but I I promise I'm going to hustle my butt off and make it work. Yeah, definitely. You will. You will for sure. Well, I appreciate you, darling, and we wish you the best of luck in 2018. And we can't wait to see what happens for you and where you go and uh, let us know about your, your radio station in 2022. Definitely. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right, love. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.